Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure, is sponsored by SJNL General Contractors. They are licensed in both Alabama and Tennessee, and they provide services such as mass grading, storm drainage, sewer and concrete improvement, asphalt paving, erosion control, demolition, and heavy hauling. If you need any of these services, contact them 931-433-4660, 931-433-4660. Also, they are in need of heavy equipment operators, concrete finishers, CDL dump truck drivers, and pipe layers. If you're interested in employment with this family-owned business, you can go to the website www.sjnl.com. That's www.sjnl.com. I was on my way back from Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Uh, I have been blessed to be a speaker at a large conference there every year for the past 20 years. This particular weekend, Jackie had a volleyball tournament and Lonnie had Lonnie Beth had already grown up and left home. So I was flying solo. I stopped at a Cracker Barrel to grab some lunch. I saw some folks who I knew that had attended the conference and was eating lunch with them. And as I was sitting there at the table, there was an older gentleman. And, and by what I mean by older, he was older than me. He's scaring 70 to death. And he was with two very young girls. He motioned me over and I walked over to his table. He said, are you the fellow that just spoke up there this weekend? I said, yes, sir. I'm Lonnie Jones. And he said, these are my granddaughters. And we talked a minute about the conference, and he, this older gentleman had taken his two granddaughters on his own initiative to this large teenage youth conference. He said, you need to come up sometime to our town and, and, and meet my dad. You'd like my dad. My dad's 95 years old, and he makes these wo- wooden woven baskets. He still goes out into the woods and cuts down these trees and strips them with his pocket knife. And he's quite a basket maker. If you ever get up in our area of the woods, you need to meet him. I discovered they were from Salina, Tennessee. Well, as it happened, I ended up in Salina, Tennessee to to do a gospel meeting. I was going to do a series of lessons on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There's some really neat stuff in Salina, Tennessee. And, and I really ended up finding out where this old gentleman lived and made contact with him. I, I asked uh, some of the local folks, is there a fellow here who makes baskets? And they said, oh, yeah, he lives up north on the highway there. Uh, as you go to his house, uh, if you go past his house and just nearly at the uh, Kentucky line, you find the uh, the famous restaurant that belonged to Dumas Walker. And the Kentucky Headhunters had a song about that. So I've been to Dumas Walker's. I did not get a bottle of ski, but... I have been to Dumas Walker's. In addition to this old fellow who makes the wooden baskets, and let me just go ahead and and finish the story about the wooden basket guy. Uh, He hand makes these baskets, and his grip is unbelievable. I gave him one of the little uh, men that I braid out of 550 cord, and uh, we traded uh, a little man for a basket, and I ended up buying a couple of baskets from him for my wife and my daughter. Uh, The second or third time that I went up there, uh, he was approaching 100 years old, and uh, he told me he was not making baskets anymore. He said, I just don't have the strength in my hands. And I bought the last two baskets that he had that he would sell me. He had some pretty good-sized baskets that weren't for sale. And I've got a piece of history in my house 
from this old, very unique gentleman. In addition to that colorful character, uh, there's a guy in Tennessee named Billy Westmoreland. Them old brown fish. That, that's the title of the book Billy Westmoreland wrote. Yeah, you got it right. Them old brown fish. It's a book about catching smallmouth bass. And Billy was quite a famous smallmouth fisherman. And so while I was up there visiting and, and saw this mural painted on a building, and uh, one of Mr. Westmoreland's kinfolk said, yeah, that's my Uncle Billy. Uh, he very famous uh, smallmouth fisherman. They did this painting of him. Uh, he said, you need to catch some smallmouth while you're up here. And I, I was chagrined to admit that I'd never fished for smallmouth. I've always caught largemouth bass. May have caught some smallmouth and didn't know what they were. But to my knowledge, had never seen a smallmouth bass and never caught one. And so they took me fishing up at Dell Hollow Lake. And the gentleman that was my guide for the day is one of the most unique fellows that I've ever been around. Uh, he runs his own business. Uh, he does some cable access business. He does some IT work. He does everything from installing the, the cables to building the towers. Now, because he's an entrepreneur, he owns his own business, he will squeeze a penny until Abe Lincoln squeals. And so we're out here on the lake, and, and, and we're fishing and talking about life in general. And he was telling me that in one of his tower climbing adventures or one of the things that he was doing with his business, he'd hurt his neck, and he was needing to have it checked out. And at this point, his frugality overcame his common sense. And he drove to a very small town near Salina, Tennessee, for the discount MRI. Yes, you heard that right. The discount MRI. I remember driving across Atlanta late, late one night, coming back, I think, from a speaking engagement either in Jacksonville, Florida, or uh, down near South Carolina somewhere. It was somewhere past midnight, and the radio commercial was, there are some things you don't want to get at a discount. And they gave several examples, and one of them was like brain surgery. And then the doctor in the commercial goes, how many fingers am I holding up? And the patient says, Thursday. Well, yes, there's some things you don't want to get a discount on. But he went to a discount MRI, and after describing the office and the mechanism that he used to get his $300 MRI, I was forced to ask the begging question, so what superpowers do you have now? <laughs> it's funny, and it's tragic how we choose to compromise on things that are very, very important. He took the images that he received at the Ernest T. Bass for medical diagnosis, and he took those images to Vanderbilt. He was in Vanderbilt, and he was informed that the images he provided looked like, and I quote, as if they had been taken by an iPhone in a microwave, and they were useless. That's right. He took discount MRI images to one of the most premier medical facilities in the country. <laughs> in a recent survey about why people attend church, and that's their wording, not mine, and I'm going to say this, and it will be repeated in several podcasts. When you assemble at a building, that is not church. That is worship. What you do outside the building 
is church. An elder was once asked, where is your church? Well, one of them's at the post office. One of them's over here teaching at the elementary school. There's a guy over here who runs a farm. See, church is us. What we do in the building is worship. What we do outside the building is church. But the top 10 responses on why people go to church included fellowship, a feeling of belonging, attachment, encouragement, but nobody said to worship God. Imagine coming into the presence of the premier being, the only living God, and it being about us. It being us-centered rather than him-centered. Read the chapter in Isaiah where Isaiah says, In the year that King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. When you've been in the presence of God, you are forever altered. Isaiah in that chapter says he recognized that he was a man of unclean lips and lived with people of unclean lips, and he was undone because he'd saw the king of the universe. I don't want to accuse anybody of lying. I don't, I don't doubt people's lived experience. But if you've visited heaven, if you've had an experience where you went from this life to the next life and you come back and the only thing you talk about is not God— You didn't go to heaven. Imagine coming into the presence of the supreme creator of the universe. And while we're in his presence, it becomes an ego-centered, egocentric thing. Talk about a cheap substitute. We are here to serve, not to be served. We are here to praise, not to be praised. If we leave church feeling empty, it should be because we came and we poured ourselves out before the Lord. That's a different kind of empty. It's not the same empty that people talk about when they use cheap discount bargain church and then wonder why they leave and they're not fulfilled. There are 32 miles of cave passages in Cumberland Cavern. 333 feet underground is the Volcano Room. The Volcano Room is the site for the youth rally known as Erupt. It's an underground youth rally. It's an annual event. It takes place in October. The next Erupt is scheduled for October of 2021. Erupt is a sponsor of Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. If you'd like more information, you may contact them at eruptyouthrally at gmail.com. That's eruptyouthrally at gmail.com. Or check out their website for more information, three W's and a dot, eruptyouthrally.com, www.eruptyouthrally.com.